podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Paddock Blues podcast. A little special app today. I'm with my boy, Jamie. It's just the two of us. Um, yeah, Jamie, what's going on, my dude? How are you? All right, thank you. Yeah, and it's just me and you on, holding down the fort. Holding Paul's down. in Paul's in Yeah. Paul's up in Benadorm. Yeah, Jake's... Uh too busy and too cool for us and so is anthony with i think his... he's out isn't it? jake went to a concert kidding. tonight i think and, and yeah. yeah and uh he's looking after his children you know just being a responsible parent and all that so love that for him um so yes it's just the two of us today which is cool um so yeah we thought we would just kind of do you know casual pod chatting about well i mean we are not everton pods so we thought we would just kind of talk about some everton memories and stuff today um you know, I know a lot of people on Twitter are like, oh God, not Everton. And they're all like dreading the return of Everton. But I don't know about you, Jamie, but personally, I miss them. And don't kill me for saying that, but oh, I no. literally do. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what, honestly, you can, like, I think it was last Saturday or maybe the Saturday before I woke up and I had this overwhelming feeling of, oh, something's going to go wrong here. Or, like, there's something I need to be stressed out about. And then realised that I didn't because they're not playing. And really enjoyed Saturday. It was great. It was, honestly, I, I, I literally woke up with this dread of, oh, no. But then thought, oh, I don't have to worry about that. Hmm. I just carry it on. It was great. <laughs> you know what? So, like, yeah. I, 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 get what, I get where you're coming from and I get what you're saying. I think because, like, there's been World Cup football on stuff like that. And I did go to see Wrexham win 4-1, actually, against Barnesborough. I think that's who it was. Um, yeah, God. So I've been, you know, watching some live sport and, you know, watching the World Cups. So I don't think I really, like, noticed it as much. But, like, you know, we were talking before the pod and we'll kind of get into, you know, some Everton memories and our favorite goals and, you know, kind of just stuff like that. Um, there was this video going around Twitter and it was actually like Wayne Rooney's best moments, like while he played for Everton and I was on the bus to work. And, you know, like for me, if anyone ever asked me like, Oh, who are like your Everton legends who are your ever favorite Everton players, blah, blah, blah. It's like, for me, it's like Tim Cahill, you know, there's there Duncan Ferguson. There's, there's so many other names and you're like, Oh yeah, Wayne Rooney. You know what I mean? Like, and not that like, you know, he's a, he was a phenomenal player for us. And like, and just watching that highlight reel, I was like, Oh, Wayne, my dude. I think it's because <laughs> he left, didn't he? The way he left, sort of sat with it and exactly. that type of stuff. But if you take that out of it, he was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, even when he came back, he was still, he wasn't great, obviously, but he was a lot slower then and that type of stuff. But he, had, he still had something, you know, a little bit of something. Oh, he had um, it still, yeah, absolutely. But I, I just remember him in 2004 going to the Euros and, Honestly, I remember my dad turning to me and saying, I think he he scored two against Croatia and he done like that somersault. And oh, yeah. And then when my dad just turning to me on holiday going, he's got him. And I was like, what? And he just went, he won't be at Everton. Come, come. And I think that's the Everton in us, isn't it? To be like, 
Oh, a good player. He's going. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, um, but that, that's that was my first real memory of Wayne Rooney. Me, that turning around to me going, yeah, he won't be here long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like I definitely remember him. Like, I mean, at Everton, of course, yeah. But for me, a lot of moments for him are just like when he played for England. Like those stand out. I think the most for sure. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, it was one of those things where it was something with us and it was like three and a half minutes long. And I was like, God, he really wasn't, you know, for us anyway. Like he just, he, I, you know, you don't really think about it sometimes. Right. But you yeah. don't know you're right. You don't, I think cause that, gen- that people sort of erased him, erased him from the mind, didn't he? So it was like, no, no, didn't want nothing to do with him type of thing. But as you say, if you actually sit down and watch that reel. Yeah. That's why we were so mad when he left, because he was that good. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, yeah, in terms of, you know, like, World Cup football and stuff like that, um, I'll be honest, like, I mean, we really did want to do, you know, some World Cup pause, but we've just been so busy, kind of, you know, all of us individually with just stuff going on. And yeah. um, the only games, unfortunately, I have been able to watch um, are uh, Canada and England games. So unfortunately, Canada are now out, um, but um, England have advanced, which is very exciting. So, did mm-hmm. you watch? Uh, did you watch the the game versus Wales, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a bit like yourself. Um, try and get it on like the odd game. Obviously, it's football, isn't it? So you try and watch as many as you can. But England, so you know, you make sure you're watching England. So when I watch the Wales game. We were just a different team to the one that played the USA, and it was for Mild two reasons. Yeah. It was Rashford and Foden. It was literally that reason because he had Rashford on the pitch and Foden on the pitch. Don't get me wrong, listen, Wales weren't that great, um, and but you've got to beat who's in front of you, and we and we beat them well. Yeah, uh, but Foden and, and Rashford made a massive difference because they were just getting off Harry Kane. As soon as Harry Kane get the ball, they'd, they'd just go. Do you know what I mean? And and come in and come in and win free kicks or get crosses into the box. Just two well better players, in my opinion, than Sterling and Saka. So it's always going to benefit us. Yeah, like that was. I actually completely agree with you. I even remember tweeting before that. You know, I'm glad to see Foden in that starting lineup because I I knew that last match against the US, it just was completely wrong, completely off. Like that was a different England that we saw on that pitch versus uh versus Wales but fantastic result and I'm really made up for Marcus uh, Rashford because I think those goals scoring for England especially after you know the completely horrific things that had happened after the Euros you know like that was just completely horrific like how the country treated him and it was just awful so I think now him like I saw it you know so many times over Twitter and social media saying, you know, he's, he's making a statement and absolutely he is like, I mean, to score two like that. I mean, if they had kept him on the pitch, I think he would have gotten the third. <laughs> like, he didn't look he happy was, to come off. Like, did he? He was on fire. And there was a couple of moments there where he, I think potentially could have gotten a third, but um, yeah, I think especially as a player of his age, you know, he's just going to continue to improve and improve and improve. So um yeah. Yeah, not looking forward to uh, the cup game as an Everton fan, um, but <laughs> I, know, just... I know, right? I was like, why would they... good for them, no, but uh... 
<laughs> Obviously, he gets a run up into a rich, rich, rich vein of form. Yeah, just before they play Everton, it's like, yeah. awesome. Fucking mint. Love that for us, but that's literally typical. Uh, oh yeah, Everton though, isn't it? So, um, yeah. So, anything you want to um, start off with, Jamie, in terms of Ever- Everton, or um, should we just kind of have a little? Yeah, no. Well, seen uh, as you said before, it's hard to do a World Cup podcast when yeah. you've only been you've only been watching England. Do you know what I mean? And you can't drag an hour podcast over one game. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, it's no. You know, um, so, and we had an Everton podcast at the end of the day. Yeah. So, uh, just talk about our Everton experiences and, you know, what's good, what's bad, a lot of bad, but, if you, <laughs> you know, all that type of stuff. So, first, I, I seen on Twitter this week was Anana being linked with Juventus. Now, obviously, oh, as the yeah. old saying goes, take that with a bottle of salt, but... um. I seen it. It was I think it was Anana to Juventus and Western Western McKenzie goes through the way. Yeah. Now for me, if it's true, if if it's any sort of truth in it, I'd just say no to Juventus. Just flat out no. No. As soon as they come as soon as the phone rings, you just pick it up and go, No, and put it back down again. Yeah. you know, I d I think we paid twenty eight or something, I might be wrong. Um I knew it was over twenty million for them, so why instantly as one good game the World Cup would instantly like oh go on then. What does that tell what does that say about what what does Frank think about that? You know, Frank's bringing him in as soon as he's getting linked with a fly a, a, a move away. Everton are like, Oh yeah, let's cash in. I, I hope that's not the case and I hope it, it is literally just someone bored and tried to make rumours up but what do you think about that? Would you is there a price that obviously everyone's got the price, but is 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 a forty million pound or Western McKenzie close to where you go? Maybe you should think about it, or is that miles away from what you think? You know what? Like the lad just got here. You know, like and and to me, Frank Lampard is the kind of manager where um, I really can't see him letting him go this early. Like to be honest with you, we've seen you know we, we we've seen some some goodness out of him but he's still a very young player. And I think we still have a bit of ways to go, but yeah. Frank is not the kind of manager to, to just, you know, he's trying to build something here. And I think we all know that and we all can see it. And he's, he's a strength. He's an asset. Like I, I really can't see him letting him go. And I, I really hope we don't. I mean, like you just said, Jamie, good point. Everyone does. Everyone's got a price. Like, and, and I, and I understand that in the world of football, like, you know, if the price is right and a player wants to go, there's, not really a whole lot that we can probably do to stop them. But at the same time, like seeing the way he is about the club, him going to like the new stadium grounds and doing those videos. Like, I think he gets it. Like he gets the club and he gets the spirit about Everton. I can't see him wanting to go. I really think it's a bit of BS to be honest with you. And I've even seen people saying like, they can't like Juventus can't even afford that. (laughs) So like, I don't know how true that is either, but I have no idea. 40 euros, let alone 40 pounds, uh, 40 million pounds. Like, I just, I honestly don't, I don't know how, what. Yeah, I do think, I, I do think it's a case of someone's just put two names together and gone, all right. Hmm, do you know Ever- what I mean? It's like. Everton Twitter's a bit quiet. Let's just throw a wrench into this, yeah, shall we? Like, seriously, throw, yeah. wind them up a bit. It, <laughs> oh, they've got me, actually, to be fair. <laughs> but the, the one that I see in as well, 
and I think I put it in the group. Uh, my it, that Kundus for my ex. Obviously, we were heavily linked with him in the oh, summer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, we were very close. If you know, in the the interview he gave, he was basically saying it was a done deal. He spoke to Frank and every all that, all that type of stuff. But now Barcelona are sniffing around him. So, mm. what do we do? Do we? I think we've still got to go for him. Me personally, I still. I think we've still got to go for the lad because yeah. why not? You know, you won't be think... looking at it going, well, I can go sit on the bench at Barcelona or go and start at Everton and play in the Premier League every week. So, yeah. I still think we should go for them. Um, but do, do you think there's other players out there that we should be sort of turning our heads towards or just trust Kevin Falwell and what he's doing? I mean, they, they, they've done, like, we've made progress, I think, at Everton, you know, like, especially with that back line, bringing in Tarkovsky, bringing in Cody. I think they've made some good moves. And I do want to continue to trust their process. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else that we're currently linked with, but I mean, he seems like a pretty solid player. And I think you're right, sit on the bench at Barcelona or come and start probably starting for us every week at Everton in the Premier League. It's not, it's not going to harm, you know, so I do think it's, it's still worth Going for absolutely, yeah. There's no harm. If you just you just see them links, don't you? And you just go, oh. I think I remember um, it happened with Andrea Shavin. We were linked with him for ages, and he had a really good. I think he had a really good Euros or World Cup. Someone will correct me, and then that was it. It was Barcelona come in, Arsenal come in, Juventus wanted them, and we all we just sort of went. Like further down a lot, like further down the pecking order, and it was just so annoying. And it's happened a few times, um, where we get linked with a player and they just do really well, yeah. And we'd never get them, you know. Like, which for me, I look at I've got a couple of positives really because I think well, no one knew this kid. I'm sorry, but no one, I didn't, you know, and no one knew this kid. And when we got linked with him, everyone was like, oh, what? No, there will be Evertonians up there that knew of him because they. You know, massive into football. I didn't. Um, but now that we were linked with him, we nearly got him. He's had a really good World Cup. He's flying for Ajax, and now Barcelona are linked with him. I sort of see the positives in that and go, well, you know what? Maybe they are doing the research. Maybe they are getting out there and scouting players and going, he's good. We'll have a look at him. He's only mm. young. And we've just missed the boat on that one. But hopefully, there's a few more players that they've got that he can go. We've missed him. Make sure we go and get him now because he'll be next. Yeah. I, I also think as well, we need to look at our own youth players and our own young players. We've got some straight, like some strong players in that academy. I think um, we were just talking before this podcast. Now his, his name is slipping my mind, but he scored that winner. I'm Cannon. Yeah. That's the one. Um, him. There's um, Lewis Warrington. There's, you know, there's just, there's, there's quite a few young players that we've got. And I just think, you know, They've got some real potential. So as much as, yeah, I think we do need to look elsewhere to strengthen our squad because up top we really do need <laughs> some help, like, desperately. Um, yeah. But, yeah, as well, just looking to our own, looking to our own, you know, um, what we've built up as well in, in terms of the Everton Academy and the youth and stuff like that. I just don't think that's uh, – I mean, I'm sure that they've all – you know, I'm sure that the – you know, Kevin Thelwell and Frank Lampard and, you know, the management team has thought, has considered that. But as well, yeah, I kind of hope in a way that, like, right now, because the World Cup, I know things have been a little bit quiet in terms of, you know, Premier League and stuff like that. 
yeah. and you know rumors and transfer you know rumors but I do hope that they're doing some solid work behind closed doors you know like I hope that there is plans I hope that there is a thought process I hope that there is like steps to move forward as a squad because you know as much as like I was saying in the beginning of the pod I do miss Everton I miss Everton like when things are good (laughs) like (laughs) you know thinking back to like when when we won it was like Palace and at home as well it was it was West Ham Southampton yeah Southampton like you know thinking back to those games and I'm like oh my god like that's what I want and that's what I want going into this new year is like progress for Everton I'm not saying to win every game but we cannot keep going the way that we're going. We need something to change. It, it has to change. Yeah, I think just touching on Tom Cannon, you made you know that's a great point. Um, as you say, it's easy to go around Europe and try and get the young lads, but we've got to look at home first, haven't we? And go, well, can, can any of these lads step up and do, and do it? Yeah. Um, Tom Cannon again scored against Macclesfield yesterday for the for the academy. He scored what we scored the winner actually. He scored in the Australia tour. I think for the lad, personally, he's probably on cloud nine now thinking, right, you know, Wolves at home. He's got to be on the bench for me. For me, oh, personally, yeah. he's, he's got to be on the bench, you know, because you can't, don't kill the lad. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's probably absolutely buzzing. He scored in his first team. Now scored for the academy at Goodison. Um, you, you know, he's probably really, really ready to go. Gets the gets the wolves and he's not on the bench. He just he, he himself he's probably thinking, nah, it's not for me this. And no one I think he'd go and win the Ballon d'Or, yeah, Man City or something. Do you know what I mean? That that's just the way it is. So I think Lampard and I do trust Frank Lampard to bring him through. I honestly do, um, purely through the fact of like the Mason Mounts, the Reese Jameses, yeah, you know, um, the the I think who else did he bring through? Conor Gallagher. Yeah, um, at, yeah. at Chelsea, that type, that type of players, he he, he sort he seems to have uh, put his faith in youth, like so. But uh, just to touch on, sorry, just to touch on the point of are they actually taking steps? Yeah. I think they've got to, Melinda. I it's think yeah. there's no way on earth that yeah, okay, they've got two weeks off. Fine, they're gonna get it. You know, some of them might need it, but I don't think all of them can have two weeks off. I think there's. Frank Lampard himself, Kevin Thelwell, you know, and his backroom staff of you know, all the lad, you know, they've got to be Harry. Because oh, yeah. look at the way we left. Do you know what I mean? Look at the scenes and the crowd, and that'll still be playing on Lampard's mind. Make no mistake, he'll be still thinking of that Bournemouth game. Yeah. He'll, you know, he'll be going over in his head. You know, it'll be driving him insane. He'll want, he'll want Wolves to come. To completely right the wrongs, yeah. hopefully right the wrongs. Sorry, should shouldn't touch wood. Um, but that's what he's saying to the players, isn't he? He says, "Listen, if you beat Wolves on Boxing Day, Bournemouth, we can sort of not forget about it, but we'll learn from it." Yeah, you know what I mean. If we get beat by Wolves, oh, fuck's sake, man! If we get, I'm not even joking. If we get beat by Wolves at home. At Goodison Park, and we lose to Wolves. Yeah, I, I think literally... it'll just be so bad. I honestly do believe it'd be so bad for the club as a whole. Just purely through everyone's had this break, everyone's, you know, 
we've all had a nice break from Everton and that type of stuff and like watching they, the World Cup. They are bottom of the table. It would just come back up again. Every single feeling, every single Lampard out shouts, yeah. they'd all just it'd be like the World Cup never happened. Yeah. I can tell you now, if we get beat on if we get beat by Wolves on Boxing Day, it would be like the, the club and the fan base, it would be like the World Cup never happened. Yeah. It would just be like so bad, so toxic. You know what I mean? And everyone's in the, everyone's entitled to be like that because we're in a bad place at the moment. We, in the Premier League. We are I'm not gonna lie, looking at this Premier League table right now and sitting at seventeenth makes me want to vomit a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. But <laughs> you know what? It's all right. I honestly, like you just said, they've got to. They've got no choice. They've got to have some kind of way to move forward here in a positive direction because we cannot keep going the way we're going. And I've seen this so many times on Twitter and I've heard it from my friends, you know, and I've got blues, my family. And literally, if we don't turn this around, they're like, we're going down. Literally, people are already starting to say that. And I'm like, you can't say things like that. But then again, I'm like, we just, we really, we really need to just, we just smarten up. We just smarten up, basically. Like, we yeah. need to. There's there's no two ways about it. We need to smarten up and start winning games because if not, we're in serious trouble. Yeah. And I think it's all from last season as well, isn't it? It'll, of course it is. It all comes through. It creeps through the door. And as soon as we get beat, if you get beat by Wolves, it'll just burst through the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, if you think them Bournemouth fans were the lads at Bournemouth, Lads and ladies, sorry, at Bournemouth <laughs> were bad. You've got 40,000, you're gonna have 40,000 people feeling exactly the same way at home. There'd be no clapping, there'd be no walking around the pitch with your hands in the air saying sorry, there'd be no shit yeah. getting thrown into the crowd. So, I think Lampard's basically gonna to say to them, You need to win for yeah. you. Yeah, I, he'll take the bullet. Don't get me wrong, Frank Lampard will take the bullet, and you know. But as the fan base, we'll just we'll point the finger at the players as well, yeah. and we'll say no, you aren't good enough. Yeah. So I, I think he, he'll drive and go. This means we we're in this together. This isn't a case of oh we get beat, I'm gone. This is a case of we get beat, they're gonna turn on us. You know what I mean? And we shouldn't. I just want to point out we shouldn't turn on them. We should always get behind them, and I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Um. But. I think Paul said that on a couple of podcasts ago, in in the height of his one of his uh, rages. That, <laughs> I think he, I think he's that, in that rage. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, I do. Paul, I think um, we won't get them out of it this time. No, I, I believe that we won't get, we won't get, we won't get it out of them because we were that mad and that let down. I think last season was a shock. I think last season. We got beat by Burnley away, and then that's when it started. It yeah. was like, right, you know, let's welcome the coach in. You know, let's get them, get, get really behind them, give them one last push, and it worked. We kept them up. We did. It's as but simple then, as that. But then it was was it was it Watford? Was it Watford? away? Yeah, was it like five two or something? Or no, that was at home. That was still under that. Was home. that. Um, Sorry, not Rafa, Mr. Benitez. Don't I can call it like, when I call him that. Um, but that, oh, that's when they. That's when he. That was his last match, wasn't it? 
No, his no. last match. No, that, I think it was his last home game. Last but game, his last game was Norwich. Away. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one where I just thought, listen to me, do not get on that bus. Don't even go. <laughs> wherever your house is in the Whittle, just don't come. Stay in Manchester. Stay in Norwich. God, please stay in Norwich. But um, I think we, you know, we've we've got a touch on having you that. Yeah, we haven't forgot about this. You know what I mean? If the World Cup goes on, I've seen on Twitter people where they like England, you don't like England. That's totally down to you. That's your, you know, that's your. I say your right, but yeah, it is. I suppose it's their prerogative, um, I guess. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so there's people that don't like England that are still that are still fuming. <laughs> so it's like, well. <laughs> We, we, they need the reaction, massively need the reaction. I know we're going on a little bit of the doom and gloom, but as I say, we're, we're an Everton podcast, so... But we need a reaction. I just do. I, I honestly, I really hope we get it. 2-0. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So, yeah, so, of course, Everton pod, and, you know, we were just talking before about, um, you know, what are some kind of... I think we were going to get into, like, what are some key kind of moments that stick out for you um like you know being uh-huh. an Evertonian growing up and and stuff like that so yeah. definitely for for me like so as a lot of people know listen to this pod or who know me um I'm originally from England but then moved to Canada in 2000 early 2000 2001 um and um you know as we were obviously like immigrating over and things like that um we started kind of getting back into the football around like, you know, early two thousands. And I remember watching um, a game and it was, it was 2004, September 11th. And um, it was Man City away when Cahill scored that goal. And um, I was like, I love him. I just love him. Like simple as I just, I want to marry this man. Like I'm obsessed. I love him. And that's where the Tim Cahill obsession kind of began. And I think that's why, like when people ask me, you know, who is your favorite Everton player? And like, I mean, there's so many that I love. Don't get me wrong. Like there are many, many players that I'm like, oh my God, all day. I love them. But to me, I think it's because like, that's when we kind of started getting back into the football and stuff like that. And um, it was kind of like my connection still back to England. And yeah, it was just, he just stuck out for me to, I mean, to a lot of other people as well. Like, you know, he's just an ever, he just, everyone loves, loves Tim Cahill. He's just, he's boss. Um, but yeah. And as well, we were talking before this pod, one of his amazing cracking goals has to be that bicycle kick against Chelsea. Um, that was the same year. No, it was no 2000. What year was it against Chelsea? It was 2011. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was October or something like that. I think it was. But what a kick that was! And that reminded me of um, Richarlison's goal in the World Cup. What a freaking goal that was, Jamie! I miss him so much. Like I'm not going to go on a huge like Richarlison. I miss you rant because like we've all heard it before, but. Um, Hey, Richarlison, if you're listening to this podcast for some reason, hi, I love you, first of all. And secondly, please come back to Everton, please. Because <laughs> we all really miss you. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 Timmy Cahill for me, man. Like, he's just, yeah, he always stick out to me, I think, for that reason, just because it kind of had that connection for me still back home. So, yeah. 2007 it was. 
2007. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 2007. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh, that, that just makes me feel all warm and tingly. That goal. It's just, it's just like unreal. Um, but how about you, Jamie? How about yourself? Goal wise. Um, like, like what would be like your, like what kind of tied you to like, you know, is there anything that's significant that's kind of happened with Everton like that, you know, I don't know anything at all that you can think of and then get into your goal. For when, for when I was a, from when I was a kid, like, you know, I think it's every Evertonian and now there's, we know that saying you're chosen, you do not choose sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't have a choice, basically. Yeah. Um, I've got, I've got no, shirts no, no, upstairs. No, no, that, <laughs> yeah, I've got shirts upstairs that I've got like, um, Gary Speed, Graham Sharp, you know, um, not oh. Graham Sharp, sorry, uh, Tony Cotty, all that type of, so for me, as soon as I was able to wear clothes, it was an Everton kit on my back. Um, but my first real memory was obviously this Rooney against Arsenal mm. when he lobbed David Seaman. Um, I was sat in the park end and I was literally behind the goal. And my dad actually says to this day, he always, he always says it, but he says if, if there was no net, he'd have caught the ball. That's how because we used to take my uncle um to this on that disabled front, and he actually says if there was no net in that goal, he'd have caught the ball. So every every time the goal comes up, he pauses it and tries to see himself. Yeah. But that that sticks out massively. Tim Kale again against Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Um, where he just lashed it in. We beat them three 0 That's another one I always think of. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Arteta against Florentina. Where he just, where he just hit it. And I remember literally thinking to myself, "Wow!" And within seconds, I was on like I didn't even know I, I didn't even know where I was, and I was only a kid. Do you know, I was only a kid. And then the final yeah. one, sort of going through the the timeline here, um, <laughs> showing our age, major, aren't we, Jamie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the major one for me. Just purely for what it was, was was Lubasaha in the FA Cup final. I know obviously mm. we got beat, um, and it was a painful day. But I think just to, I'd never seen anything like that. You know, yeah. in '95, show me age now, but in '95 I was three, so I don't remember that. So yeah. to go to the FA Cup final with my dad and my uncles and my cousins at Wembley, um, and to see Everton score in the FA obviously we'd we'd love to win it, but I think you take little positives from the game. Um <laughs> funny story actually about that. We sat down and as we we were in the ground for ages, as you do. And <laughs> but we were like at the top bit, like the very top. And I, Fellini heads the ball to him. So as he like heads the ball to him, I stood up and as he scored, my dad sort of looked at me. I'd like jumped on him. Like my dad obviously we have like jumped on him, jumping up and down and he just sort of looked at me like, What the hell's going on? Because he thought he he didn't realise that not that he didn't realise he kicked off, but he didn't realise like it was that because it happened that fast, it was like thirty eight seconds or something like that. Yeah. He, he just sort of looked at me, looked at the looked at the pitch, seeing everyone celebrating and then just went bananas. Um <laughs> but, Yeah, so like that I remember I always hold the um so much so, 
every FA Cup final. I don't uh, unless it's Liverpool. But all I want is someone not to score in thirty eight seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Because that'll just break my heart. If someone else takes that record until we win it. But if someone takes that away, it's like really. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Couldn't even couldn't even give us that of the fastest ever FA Cup final goal. Yeah. Um no, for me them them four, I think it was, sorry, did massively stand out for me. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Arteta there as well, and he like scored an absolute screamer against uh, Liverpool. That was also a that was a, that was a really good goal. At once, kind of stands out. Oh, from, from the well. corner, yeah. I remember that yeah, when they dropped yeah. to him in the corner, yeah. And he just sort of, he sort of like half volleyed that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah literally, remember, boom. <laughs> I don't know if you remember um, games McFadden in games McFadden against Charlton Athletic, just at the edge of the box, like got the ball. And I swear to God. If you watch it back now, if Messi does this or Ronaldo or Haaland, but any of these footballers do this now, it's talked about. It's voted for. The, he just gets the ball, flicks it over the the Charlton player, and just volleys it. It's sort of like um, Deli Ali's against Crystal Palace. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, just like flicks the ball over him. It bounce. I think it doesn't off the floor. I think he does it. As it bounces, sort of knocks the ball over him and then just volleys it into the corner. I remember, I remember that going in, thinking, "Oh my god, what a goal that was!" Um, Dan Gosling against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Yeah. Even, I, I think I, I think I went about six, six rows forward in that one. That went in. Holy shit! Did you break anything? I don't know. I don't know. I think I tell you. I tell you a funny story about that goal. Actually, this is. By the way, this is what the podcast is going to be about. Um, I tell you a funny story about this. So bitter. I. I, I was. I was going to say was, but I am. Um, do you ever remember the kit? And it was we had. It was a white kit and it had a, a grey stripe and a black stripe at the top, and it was a green a green chang on it. Oh white. yes, I think I think so. Yeah, but what Dan Gosling scored. What year would that have I'll been? I'll tell you. I get up. Dan Gosling scored against Liverpool, and I'm gonna guess. I think it was a Tuesday night because on yeah, it was on ITV, and on Wednesday morning at eight o'clock, as the shutters went up at the um. Everton shop by Goodison. I was stood outside the shutters waiting to get Don Gosling put on the back of my shirt. Oh, and oh. Walked. I've still got the shirt. This one. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. Dan Gosling Dan Gosling thirty two put on the back of it the day the day after he scored that goal against Liverpool and walked up County Road and it was absolutely lashing down and I wouldn't put my jacket on. And I walked <laughs> up and down County and everyone was beeping and that's how that's when I realised I am bitter, yeah. 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 That's yeah. bad, that, isn't it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's the 2008 and 9 uh, away shirt. Have you oh, got the final? It's a belter, that, isn't it? That's a yeah, nice that's the year we got. That's the, yeah, that's the year we got the final, because when we beat them, I'm just obsessed like I am, but we beat them and got Middlesbrough in the following game. Uh, so we never... Yeah, we beat Liverpool. Yeah, and then we got yeah. Middlesbrough, and we were getting beat one 0 by Middlesbrough at home, yeah. and everyone was just like, "What's happening here?" And then they come <laughs> out and beat, we beat them two one, and then Man United on penalties. Yeah, 
you just said it, Jamie. Literally, and every time you say that phrase, I, I, oh no, I, I always say it. I crease. Oh, what's happening here? It literally. I know. Me I do know where I heard it from. You know, I don't even know where I heard it from, but just the way you say it. Stuck out. Yeah. What's happening here? <laughs> I'm sure. It, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that you broke my ass. You just looking now. Oh, the yeah. FA Cup final. Guess who got man of the match in the FA Cup final against Everton? Ashley Cole. Stop it! <laughs> oh. Ashley Cole. And Lampard scored. Well, we all know Lampard scored. Frankie. I was Aston Villa, yeah. Sorry, I knew we played someone else. Oh, mate. So you had we just got... mentioned, actually, yeah. Uh... Oh, sorry, no, go ahead. No, we played Liverpool. Away, drew one all. Um, that's another funny goal. If you ever get the chance... I, I, this was 2009, so just as you were moving. Um... Watch Lescott score against Liverpool in the FA Cup, and your the lad, guy you've just mentioned, Tim Kale, jumps on Lescott's back and starts laughing at the Liverpool fans. <laughs> Honestly, I'll send you in a bit. I'll send you the picture. It's brilliant. Definitely. He, he jumps on his back. Yeah, he jumps on his like Lescott's back. He was scored. I might have been the cop. I'm not sure. And Kale jumps on his back like two hands on it and jumps over and just starts laughing at the Liverpool fans. Luckily oh enough, God. we drew that game, by the way, because imagine we got beat, but... Um, that's boss. What, a, what an actual, like, actually an, an unreal photo in, in history. That's hilarious. I'll try and get it for you now. Put it on yeah, there. man. And, uh, this podcast is what it is, so... Oh, yeah, man. Literally. This is what it's about. Like, honestly, people listen to podcasts because they just want to hear the latest of stuff, what's going on, but once in a while... We just shoot the shit, Jamie. Like, nothing wrong yeah. with that. It's about stories as well, isn't it? I've written the stories. And yeah, you, that, yeah, I'm going to send you it now, Melinda. Send it me, send it me, send it me. <laughs> so as well, you had just mentioned there a player that still upsets me a little bit that he did not flourish and did not do well at Everton. And I really wanted him to. And that's Deli Alley. I really yeah. want to be... Seriously though, like I really wanted him to do well, and I truly believe that like he was gonna do well and like smash it this season. I literally even tweeted that, and it's come back to bite me in the ass and haunt me now. But no, fuck it. I stand by. I stand by what I said. You know, like you know why? Why am I getting condemned to freaking you know death for wanting this guy to do well? Like people. People on social media really can be so cruel, A, and B. Um, fuck him. I stand by what I said. And yeah, just because I want a lad to do well, like, okay, shoot me. So yeah. I hope he finds happiness. I hope, you know, he does find peace within himself. Because I do think that, you know, he's got a lot going on as, you know, a player. And I, considering what's been said about him as well, you know, that has to have some kind of an effect on you mentally you know what I mean so I feel for the kid um it sucks it didn't work out at Everton to be honest with you and that one yeah that one still stings I'm not gonna lie yeah it will won't it? It, it let's be fair we all every sign that comes through the door no one wants it to fail no of course we, not um we all wanted to do well we all want him to turn into the next Lionel Messi you know we all want him to do absolutely amazing um, that picture's fucking boss, by the way. I'm yeah. just looking at it now. That's my new. Yeah, uh, boss, that's, that's gonna be my new uh, picture on my phone. Absolutely. 
for just glad that we drew that game as well, by the way, just because uh, that it wouldn't have gone down that picture if we uh, if we got beat. No. But <laughs> yeah, it, I loved it. stuff like that. That's the old sounds daft, but that's how I remember Everton. Like Lescott, Heitinger, Jags, Baines, uh, mm. Pina, and stuff like that. Um. What was what's your favourite like Everton moments? What I know what you've said about goals and stuff like that, but is there no moments where you you just remember thinking this is what it's about that type, that type of stuff? Being at the ground could be anything. Could be literally anything. Yeah, I think um, I think like honestly, like this. It's a very it's very simple moments, but I think. Like you just mentioned there, like, you know, knowing that that's what it's all about. And I have to say, being in Canada, obviously, in North America or in it kind of around the world when you're not in in England or in you know, the northwest of England. Yeah. Um, Everton is not a very well-known club. Like, you know, like we, and, and we all know that. Like there's like, yeah. the, you know, big, like big, big clubs like, like Liverpool is, is quite well-known. Um, oh. Arsenal, um, Tottenham, Chelsea, United, yeah, Un- United. I would mm-hmm. say are kind of those. You know, I hate. Yeah, it. we know that. Yeah. Pains me to say it, but it's true. So being, you know, in a little town, you know, not too far from Toronto, where my dad lives, and it would be so hard to find pubs that would show Everton games unless they were playing a top side, obviously, right? So there was one pub in the, in, in the town, he lives in the town called Dundas and there was a little pub that we would go to and they'd play the matches for us. And honestly, we would just sit there and we get a pint, we get a bacon booty, brown sauce on there. Let's fucking go have it. And that to me was just like, that's what it's all about. Sitting down with your dad, having a pint, watching the match. You know what? Even if we got our ass kicked, which nine times out of 10, we did in the last few freaking five, 10, 20 years. Hasn't been yeah. the best, has it? But oh. those moments where we would win, like I remember watching it and that's when like Calvert-Lewin was kind of like right in his prime. And um, God, my, just seeing the excitement on my dad's face, you know, and, and, you know, like just watching us get a win and he was just made up. And then, you know, we got, uh, um, oh my God. The manager we had right before again. <laughs> Why can I not remember his name? Jesus. <laughs> God, Carlo. I'm so sorry, my dude. Um, I just slipped my mind. But then so we got him and then it's like the excitement came back. And then, you know, we started doing quite well. And then it kind of all went tits up literally with fucking you know who. And um, yeah, so but to me, like it was just those moments with my dad and having that time with him. Um and trying to keep that Everton spirit alive because it was kind of hard because there wasn't many, you know, there wasn't a supporters club or things. I mean, I'm, I think, I mean, there was one in Toronto that I did eventually join when I moved down there. But yeah, I think that for me, just very simple ritual going with my dad, just the two of us sitting there in the pub, you know. Um, but yeah, that to me sticks out. And now I get to go to the matches, you know, like now I've moved back to the UK, obviously. And I get to go to Goodison now. And every single time I go, I do have a little ritual, you know, so um, thanks to my mate, Jordan, you know, who lets me um, 
you know, use a season ticket when he's not able to go. And I sit right in the paddock row two. It's a boss seat. Um, you know, if anyone follows me on Twitter, they, they know my seeks. I post pictures quite often of, you know, and that's my ritual. When I go, I'll take a picture every single time, kind of in the same spot. And then I'll send it to my dad every time. And I tell him the results. I tell him who played well, who didn't play so well, you know, things we have to work on, things have to improve. And that to me just kind of gives my dad a sense of he's still got a bit of a connection to, to Goodison Park and Everton. So yeah, that was a very long-winded spiel, but... Um, no, yeah. no, that's what, this, this, is what, this is what it's about, finding, yeah. you know, why Everton, that type of stuff. Yeah. You could maybe call it, that could be the title, why Everton, but... Um, <laughs> did, you, did you feel like maybe then, because you're saying you grew up in a town where it was Manchester United, you know, Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. Tottenham, you know, maybe not City at the time, um, then... Big clubs, I don't think I've missed anyone out there, but um but do you do you think because you were representing Everton that brought you closer to Everton? Do you feel like that give you more of a connection to to Everton because you were like I don't know, you were sticking up for us in, in, in the side of the world. It was like a everyone's supporting the easy teams, but you were supporting Everton, so it was like at all, but it brought you closer, if that makes sense. If you get what I'm trying to say, it it, it give you that closer feeling to Everton because you just stuck up for them that many times. You yeah. just fell in love. Yeah, and honestly, like it's it's all down to my dad. Honestly, like you know, he would sit there and talk hours about Everton's history and why they're the greatest cl- club in the world. And you know, he still really believes that, despite all the shit that we've been through because it is a very yeah. special club. Like if, if, you know, the saying, if you know your history, like, you know, and it's, it's, you know, a song as well. We sing at the grounds, like if you know your history, like, but it's true. Yeah. If you do, you know, the history and, and why this club is, you know, how, how it came about. And it just, it's so much more than just winning games. Like I know that that's important, but just the history of Everton football club is just, there's nothing like it. And and you don't get it until you get it. Like, it's just, I can't explain it. And that's why when I was, you know, in Canada with my dad and, you know, everyone's like, oh, what? Everton? Who are they? Or, oh, yeah, I didn't even know they were in the Premier League. And I'm like, you're mm-hmm. so arrogant. Like, to sit there and go, oh, yeah, just because, you know, Liverpool this or Chelsea that or Tottenham, whoever, Arsenal, whatever it may be, like, have a bit of respect for the other teams that literally were in this thing since the start. Like, you know, and we it's started just... It. We were the founding yeah. members of the Football League, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and so to me, it's just like, that. that's why it never mattered to me. I never once considered, oh, I'm going to support Chelsea. Oh, I'm going to support Arsenal. I'm going to... No. To me, it's always been that connection I have with my dad and that bond I have with my dad. And that's... Yeah. You know, that's, you know, over the years, like, you know, he's like one of my best mates and, you know, we get along so well because we've always had that connection with football. And I'm grateful as much as Everton rip my heart out and stomp all over it and chew it up and spit it back out again and then sew it back together and put it back in my chest. I love them and I always will. Like, and I know every single Evertonian feels that way as much as they grind our gears and wind us up there's no way we'd ever turn our back on this club ever 
Yeah, and I think to be honest, just in, you, the way you're talking there, I think as well, you 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 personally, um, I've got a. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say it, but you, I know you, sometimes you think, oh, you know, because you're from Canada, but you, you're as deep rooted into this football club as everybody else. And I know everyone can support their own football. You know, everyone it's the same for me. Whether you support Everton for one minute or you support them for ten, you know, ten years. But just listening to you there, I just I find that you you're as deep rooted and as invested and as insane as the rest of us. <laughs> because really being over there in Canada and having them them big big so called big, big clubs and that it would be easy for you to change, wouldn't it? You know, it would be easier for you to just support Chelsea and go, you know what, I'm gonna go and support Chelsea. It it it'd be easier for you to and I think what I'm what I'm trying to say is I think that's what Everton do to you. I think the saying is once Everton enough touches, nothing is the same. And I true do really believe that because it, I've heard these stories of people in you know from Canada and America and all over the world. And if you're not from Liverpool, like I don't know what it's like, but I can imagine if you're not from Liverpool and you support Everton, it would be easy to go. Uh, I'm going to support Man United. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But I don't think that I don't want. I think Everton are that type of club that once you support Everton, that's it. Yeah, that is it. Do you know what I mean? There's no. It, it, it is that. It is, and I. It's opened my eyes. I'll be honest, because I always you know, me I lived in Liverpool all my life, but now I look at it and go, you know what? It is that type of football club because you have got these, you know, all the people in Australia over on the tour. Supporting Everton from the other side of the world—it's—it's—it's it's, it's crazy. No, I—I I, I think I'm mad. But I—I I walk the ground. I, how you did it from all the way over the side of the world, and <laughs> these people in Australia doing it—crazy—they they really are flying the flag. And for me personally, I—I I think it—it's it, brilliant that the way you've just stuck with Everton. Well, you stuck with Everton, by the way. Um, <laughs> But and, yes. and 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 not 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 no you you haven't been I know your dad's obviously a massive thing for you and listen I think my dad had this on me if I'd have come in and gone dad I want to support Liverpool I, I honestly believe he'd just disown me it's simple as that well, I'm not even joking like he would yeah. have and there's probably ninety percent of people listening to this who'd say the same you'd probably say the same. I have a funny story I, so I, I said that to my dad once like as a joke and I was like so look dad. Paul, I thought long and hard about this. Okay. So I think I'm going to start supporting Liverpool and I'm not even joking you. He didn't speak to me for like a week. (laughs) And I was like, dad, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was a joke. It was a joke. I can't believe those words even came out of my mouth. It was an absolute joke. And he didn't speak to me for a week. (laughs) This is, this is true as well. This is how bad, like I'm bitter. My dad's like really bad. (laughs) <laughs> but I went on trial for a football team and he like took me down with my mum and stuff like that and he was sat in the car park watching me on this trial and the the, the bibs that were given out were Liverpool shirts because the team that I was had I was had the trial for had the connection with Liverpool and the fella I had an Everton kit on 
and the fellow went like that and threw me a bib, which is the Liverpool shirt. And I thought, right, okay, well, what can I do here? Because I really, I, I want to play for them, so I can't exactly go, no. And it done everything in my power to, like, well, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to put this top on. Oh, so no. as I put the top on, I glanced <laughs> over. Honestly, this is God's honest truth. I glanced over to the car park, and it was my mum's car was doing a three point turn, and I was thinking, "What's going on there?" <laughs> and he faced it. He got me. He got my mum to turn the car around so we couldn't try. So when when I finished the trial, he was like, "Oh, what was it like? And what happened there? Did you not watch the last ten minutes?" He went, "No, what's no. going on here?" And when he went, "Yeah," he went, "As soon as you put that bib on, I got your mum to turn the car around. I'm not looking at you in that." And I was just like, Mate. my God, but do you know, also just, listen, it's story time now. My oh, uncle, gold. I've got, I, I've got an uncle called Uncle Dennis. He's no longer with us anymore. He, I went to match with him when I was a baby. Like he was the first person to, he, I went with him because it, I used to go with him on his disabled, um, spec at the, at the front of the paddock, at front of the park and hence why. The Rooney goal is, is so in my mind. Oh, yeah, of course. And there's a story on this, and now, honest to God, this is God's honest truth gospel. This is in the Echo. And the, headla- the headline of the Echo was Blue Seas Red. Now, he was pulled over on by Christmas. This is God's honest truth, pulled over at Christmas time and was asked to do a breathalyzer. And he said, yeah, because he didn't drink. He said, yeah, okay, this is when he was like my age. He said, yeah, I'll do the breathalyzer, but you're changing the colour of that tip. And the policeman, what do you mean? He went, I'm not putting my, I'm not blowing on that while it's red. <laughs> and he went, what? He went, I can't change the colour of it. <laughs> and he went, well, what do we do now? Then he went, well, I have to arrest you. He spent the night in the cells because he wouldn't do a breathalyzer because the tip <laughs> of it was red. <laughs> and that's it! how I got brought up. That is the, ma- that, they, they're the two men. That brought me up as an Evertonian. So what chance did I have? Oh my god, that is so. That that's was the headline in the, the headline in the Liverpool Echo was blue seas red, and that was that is the reason. And my mate, we used to go every Saturday, obviously because I'd go I'd go with my mum to my uncle's, and then me aunt me auntie would take me and him the match. Yeah. And my mate come one week. He was a Liverpool fan, and I was like, listen. Don't wear any of the pool, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, all right. And do you remember the um, reversible England shirt? Yes. I think my yeah. cousin well, he had walked one. In with, yeah, he walked in with that on. And I thought, oh, yeah. I said, no, it's England. And England's got red on it. And luckily enough, the shirt was reversible <laughs> because he wouldn't let him in the house. <laughs> I, had to, I had to wait outside with my own mate because he wouldn't let him in the house because he had the England shirt on. And the rose of it. No, the England badge has got a rose in it, hasn't it? The yeah. petals are red. And he was like, oh, I suppose that'll do. That's not your fault. My mate walked in, a Liverpool fan, and walked out with an Everton poster. Oh, no way. <laughs> what chance did I have? Serious. What's going on here? Yeah, what is going on here? <laughs> so that's, that's my upbringing, you know. That's why I am the way I am. Oh, God. That's no. why I can't watch Liverpool. That's why just... I don't know. It's just Everton. It's got to be. Even like my dad, you know, just like little things, like you know, like like a, like phone cases or you know, like Apple, like the AirPods cases, like that. It's red. He'll go, oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. what, what, oh, blue. That's it. That's that's right. Is right blue. So I've got him blue everything because if anything ever red, he's like, oh, what the, 
what's that what's that <laughs> get it off <laughs> everything has that- to be blue <laughs> My, my my honestly, my dad is is exactly the same because <laughs> I I I I met Lauren and the first time I ever met her, I didn't ask her where she was from, what her name was, whether she wanted a drink. The first question I asked her was, "Who'd you support?" <laughs> Brilliant. Now we all know, obviously, um, Paul, and she went, "Oh well, I don't I." I don't really not that bothered into football, but my family are Nefersonians. I went, all right, would you like a drink? Because I thought, well, I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> no way. I'm not going through all this rigmarole for you to go, oh, I support Liverpool, or my dad supports Liverpool, and I go, well, no, see you later. <laughs> I've got two sisters. Honestly, Melinda, I've got two sisters, yeah. and my dad, first question, who's your support? Yeah. And it's a scout thing, that, by the way, who's your support? Uh, and you could, my sisters never answered them. They wouldn't answer them. Would just go, oh, uh, he doesn't really like football, doesn't he? So they'd come in, all right, nice to meet you, who's your sport? That's me, Dad. That's bang. Straight off the bat. <laughs> it, you know what it is? It's an instant judgment. If he goes, it is, yeah. Liverpool, he'd instantly go, nah, not for me, him. Not for me, that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And You're it is, right. Lauren's sister's the same. Lauren, that's how bad he's made me. Lauren's sister's the same. If Lauren's sisters get they get boyfriends now, like in the phone, who do they support? They won't tell me. They literally will not tell me. They're afraid. Like, that's to... what I know now. I know yeah. and go, well, don't be be careful of him. That yeah. type of stuff. He's dodgy. So it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's 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 so embedded into this into this football club, and I think yeah. every single one of us are exactly the same. We yeah. could get a thousand Evertonians here, Evertonians on here, who tell us the story. Every same story, Paul. If we get Paul, we'll do one of these with Paul. We'll make this a series of just Everton, you know, our memories and what we how, how we find Everton stories. We did one of these with Paul. I tell you, he'd have worse stories with us. Anthony, oh yeah, geez. well, they're the same. Paul, Paul's got you know years and years and years on us, you know, so. He's yeah, up there. A lot of years, he, couple of he, few decades, isn't it? Yeah, he he he's up there in the old age department, so he'll have plenty of. Uh... <laughs> but even Anthony and Jake, I mean, uh, Jake, no, I was getting Jake, <laughs> Jake and Anthony are the same age as me. Yeah, and they'll tell you they're exactly the same. Yeah. They'll tell you exactly the same. They're exactly the... Jake's dad would be exactly the same as mine, and Anthony yeah. will be Anthony's would be the exact same as all of ours. Yeah, and I think it's theirs. It's their fault. Yeah, it is their fault, and I think they should be held accountable yeah. and we wouldn't change it listen no we wouldn't change it I, no, honestly, though, I I think it would be I think it, we've talked about this as a pod as well in our group but it would be great I think to get our dads on this show and that would be an absolute yeah hoot. honestly like my dad is over uh in a couple of months so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to him and see if you know we can because he's got some cracking stories, to to be fair. So I think that would be, uh, yeah, I think that would be. We should aim to to do one of those. I we think. could do if people want to yeah. see it, and if people want to come know. on, by all means, then, yeah, let yeah, us, let us message us and say, "I'll oh, come on." It doesn't have to be our, one of our dads; it could be anyone. Um, yeah, my dad's got loads. Hitchhiking yeah. to Norwich, you know, we hitchhike to Norwich away, and then hitchhike back again just Jesus. to watch Everton. <laughs> You know what I mean? He come in and my nan was like, "What are you doing?" He go, "Oh, I just go to bed." <laughs> yeah, you know, there's loads. He tell you, he, he, you know, the stories he probably hasn't told me. 
that yeah. he doesn't want to tell me. I just so <laughs> no, we definitely do that. We definitely do yeah. that because that's what it's about. Listen, podcasts. Yeah. We're all well and good reacting. We've got no game to react to. Yeah, there's no football. We can talk about England, but really, we can talk about England for twenty minutes and then that's yeah. it. Well, so what's the point? I but know it's good to talk about memories of Everton. That's what that's what they're there for. Yeah, like you, you've got yours with your dad going for a pint. Yeah, in Canada, and then you come over here and. You can make another memory of you and your dad going to Goodison for the first yeah, time. Exactly. But you can't yeah. wait for that. That'll be unbelievable for, yeah. you, for you. Definitely. Yeah. I'm really going to try and get us, because um, my uncle's coming as well. He's a blue. Um, and my aunt is. Uh, I don't, don't say it. Just don't uh, say it. I'm not. I'm just. just uh, no, 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 no. We're not going to go just there. Don't say it. So I think if me, my uncle, and my a dad. Freak. You know, Sorry. <laughs> that's the word you're looking for. <laughs> we could all go. <laughs> To a match, that would be belter. That would be great. But um, yeah, yeah. To no. anyone listening, yeah. When are they over? When are they over? Uh, end of January. So end of January. End of January yeah. Let's see who we've got. Who we got? Let's yeah. see who we've got at home, and then we can go some tickets, please, for Melinda, yeah, her uncle, and me dad, and me papa. Just just before it shuts as well. Just before yes. we have to shut the gates. And that's what well, I'm looking for. And anyone listening as well, please continue to send in your questions to us, comments, anything you've got. We really do enjoy answering your questions. <laughs> Some of them yeah. are quite funny. Um, so, yeah, please, please continue to do that. Um, if anyone wants to get on as well and yeah, for chat, sure. poop about Everton like we have done tonight, yeah. come on. You know what I mean? You, if, you wanna, if you've got stories and and. They're worth listening, and any story's worth listening to when it's about Everton. Sure. We'll listen to it, hundred percent. It's it's so on Jan- in January, the end of January, you yeah. have got Southampton at home on the fourteenth. Yes. Okay. And then whether they're still here or not, you've got Arsenal at home on the fourth of February. Ooh, okay. I'll check. The- I'll have to double check the dates, but yeah, that would be boss. I'll double check. Uh... When they're flying over, when they're flying out. Oh, keep your eye out for that. Wicked. Well, yeah. It's been a boss pod. Thanks, Jamie. It's been really nice to... I know we like chat in the WhatsApp group and stuff like that, but it's nice to actually talk, you know, about some some Everton stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, I did did want to do like a little segment about... We can leave it till... You know what? I'm going to pose a question to our listeners. So anyone listening to this... What so think of an think of you know our current squad or Everton squad, and think what Harry Bow mix they would choose, and I'm gonna start. So I think Jordan Pickford is Tang Fastics, and I don't even need to explain myself because when I say it, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. So that's for our listeners. Let us know. What? I have got one more question, sorry, Melinda. Oh, sorry. yeah, go on. Go on, then. Um, and it's tied into the World Cup, actually. Um, is this from... Remember, we did, we did he... that in the pod, didn't we? Uh... Remember in the WhatsApp group, we were doing it, and we were figuring it out. <gasps> oh, about yeah. about the Everton one, yeah. Um, yes. It, was actually, it actually come from uh, my dad. He actually messaged me and Ooh. said, would name the 11... 11 players can be any formation that you want that have played for Everton. So they can have played or playing for Everton 
that have played in the World Cup. Now, to give you an example, our team was a podcast that we come up with was uh, Pickford, Gary Stevens, Matarazzi, Heitinger, uh, Ray Wilson, Alan Ball, James Rodriguez, Paul Gascoigne, Richarlison, Gary Lineker, mm. and Romelu Lukaku. So, oh, um, Lineker, though. Oh, if you can, a... yeah, if your team's similar or you think someone can come out, someone can, can come in, comment on it on our Twitter, Instagram, email us, and the next, you know, our next pod, we'll, we'll read your team out. Yes. Make sure you leave do. your name. And get your hairy bow research on and yeah. let us know what players you think would eat what hairy bows. Lovely. <laughs> so thanks, Jamie. And thanks to our listeners for continuing to listen to us chat some shit on this podcast. Because um, we really love doing it, honestly. It's just nice to come on here, chat with chat with friends. And yeah, if anyone wants to get on, please just let us know. We are more than happy to have people come on and share their experiences as well. So yeah, come join the fun. Because we're a ball of fun, aren't we, Jamie? Yeah. What's going on here? all righty all the best everyone have a good rest of your week today is is it thursday god this week has flown by um so have a good rest of your week my little bambinos and we will catch you on the next one and what do we always say jamie up the toffees up the toffees lad sports social podcast network